This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 1472. This episode is calling your name, personification in English. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 150 million times. Are you feeling stuck with your English? We'll show you how to become fearless and fluent by focusing on connection, not perfection. With your American host, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl, coming to you from Colorado and New York City, USA. And to get your transcripts delivered by email every week, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash subscribe. In today's episode, we show you how to put a personality to everyday items and things to sound more clever, fun, and interesting when you speak. Listen in today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, let me just go over to the mic and over to our notes. Oh my God, there's so much going on here. I I know. (laughs) Okay, here we go. And hey, Michelle, how you doing today? Hey, Lindsay, I am good. I'm good. How are you? Oh my gosh. Do you like my t-shirt? Check it out. All ears English. What do you think? (laughs) Oh my gosh. That's so funny. I've been looking at you this whole time. Sorry, I'm just checking my mic. I've been looking at you this whole time and I did not notice that we were talking about so many things. I know, guys. My t-shirt is yellow and it says hashtag all ears English. The backstory here is that these are the t-shirts that we wore when we were in Japan last year. So we were in the middle of Tokyo and meeting people in the street and introducing people to All Ears English. And this was the t-shirt. It's a Friday, Michelle. I just felt like throwing on a t-shirt, a fun one today. (laughs) I love it. I love it. That is so cool. Oh my gosh. I'm very proud. We got to get you a hashtag All Ears English t-shirt for sure. (laughs) Definitely. Definitely. That's so cool. Yeah. Okay, great. Well, it is good to chat with you, Lindsay, today. It's been a little while and I'm glad to get back to recording. It always feels good to get back to it. Absolutely, Michelle. What are we getting into for our listeners today? I mean, they can see us on YouTube today. They can listen to us on the podcast. So let's get into something good. What are we talking about? <laughs> All right. So, Lindsay, we have been having a lot of fun uh, with unique aspects of English lately, including euphemisms, onomatopoeias. Uh, we've talked about trademarked words, right? Oh my Brands gosh, and yeah. trademarks. Um, you and Aubrey did that whole series on contronyms. So we've been doing a whole lot of fun stuff over here, kind of looking at English in a different way. And I love that. So today we're going to look at another fun English device. And it's used a lot in literature, but also in speaking. Um, so Lindsay, do you know what it is? So is it personification? It is personification. Oh Oh my gosh. I have been excited to record this episode with you, Lindsay, because I think this will be a really fun one. I know. Yes. This is something that we talk about in school, right? When we learn like English literature as kids, as teenagers. But I bet our listeners would love to learn this to bring their English to that next level, right? 
Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, Lindsay, what is personification? So it's when we make it seem like an object is a person. We give it a personality. So think of it as personality, guys. You know, the thing comes to life <laughs> and usually it involves some kind of action that it's doing to you. <laughs> Right? right? Would you agree with that right. in a way? Yeah. In a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the word person is in it, right? So mm-hmm. you're making something like a person, right? Yeah. Um, so I think writers use this a lot to be more colorful with words, right? So yeah. you can be more specific um, or really give mm-hmm. an image to something. Uh, yeah. I hear it in song lyrics a lot as well. Oh, um, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, good stuff. Good stuff. Definitely. So today we're going to give you some common ones that we use or we've heard, um, you know, um, and I think that this is going to be a lot of fun. So okay. let's get All into right. it. Lindsay, are you ready? Oh my God, I'm so excited for our listeners to learn this and get this and start using it. So the first one that we have heard out in the world is this expression when we say that something is calling my name. Now, Michelle, what does that mean when we say that? Right. So it's it's like saying that something's meant for you, that you want something. Like we did an episode once where we talked about the expression of something has your name on it. Oh yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking about. <laughs> right. So it's it's kind of like that. It's saying something's meant for you. So yeah. if you say something like, oh wow, those shoes are calling my name. How much are they? It means, yeah. oh, I really like those shoes. And it's just a more unique, fun, zippy. That's your word, Lindsay. You always say zippy. Zippy. Love it. Um, <laughs> it's it's a fun way of saying it. It's a different way of saying it. And this is personification because the shoes aren't actually going, Lindsay, right. Michelle. Yeah. Right? So yeah. this is making them like a person. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, how I use this the most is not shoes. It's food. <laughs> yeah. So oh, ice yeah. cream, right? And we said that about, I think we, about food last time when something has your name on it. The same thing, right? I remember, you know, when I lived in New York, walking by those ice cream trucks. Are those still common now? All those little ice cream trucks all over Midtown, all over the place. Walking past that after work and thinking, oh my God, that ice cream, that soft serve has my name on it, right? Right, right, right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, um, definitely. It's funny with the ice cream truck because, you know, the the song that always plays. And sometimes I hear it like really late at night when it's cold out. I'm like, What's going on here? But yeah, there's a lot of weird stuff. Go. I think there's a lot of competition between those trucks. I heard a podcast episode once that talked all about the business of the ice cream trucks in New York. It's quite in depth and intricate, but we won't go into that today. (laughs) Uh, That's pretty cool. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah, Um, yeah. Okay. So another one, and this is (laughs) something that I say a lot. I always say Mm -hmm. that. like, for example, my computer was or my computer is mad at me or angry at me. Oh, yeah. You, I've definitely you heard like you this? say this. Yeah. You, <laughs> well, this makes me think of you, Michelle, for sure. <laughs> because when it comes to technology, I think you personify technology a lot. Oh, like the internet really? hates me today or the, my computer's <laughs> angry at me. It must be holding things against me. Or <laughs> I, I do think of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's common. That's so funny. Yeah. Like, or I'll say like, I'm fighting with my computer. That's not... Yeah. I guess in a, I guess that's kind of personification, right? Like the, I'm not saying the computer is fighting with me, but it's a, it's the yeah, same idea, guys, right? Like this may, if you were to take a class in literature, you know, maybe they would say, oh, yeah. this is or anything, but but basically, yeah, we're personifying the computer. If I say I'm fighting with it. 
Yeah, because it's fighting back with you, clearly. And, you know, today the internet was fighting with us a little bit, right? We tried to connect, had a bad connection. Uh, There are just sometimes some days where technology is hard. Yeah, (laughs) a lot of days. And this is just so frustrating because it's a thing that you want to go really, you know, easily and smooth. You know, you just want it to be smooth and not have that be an issue. And it's not always like that. Oh, yeah. So true. Okay. What else, Michelle? What, how else, what other things would we give a personality to in English? Okay, so something that I say a lot, I guess this is a very Michelle-centric episode because this is a lot of ways that I I personify (laughs) things. Yeah. Um, But that's okay. So I might say instead of I lost something or maybe I dropped something, I might say, oh, it ran away. Yeah. Okay, so you misplaced something is what we're trying to say. Basically. Right, or or even if I if I dropped it on the floor or something like that, like if I dropped like something something like that, I might say, "Oh, uh, my phone ran away. Where is it?" Would would you say something like this? Well, actually, the one that I think of more that's very similar to this is my phone got up and walked away. Do you remember ever saying that? Maybe that was just in my family when something would get lost, like an object around the house. Oh, where's my watch? It got up and walked away. Ah, uh, um. You know, I might not say it got up and walked away. I might say like, well, it can't get up and walk away. (laughs) You know, like I actually, we just all morning because I'm at my parents' house and all morning we were looking for this little remote control for the light um, that runs the fan. And I knew that my son had taken it. (laughs) And so we were running all the way and he calls it, he doesn't call it remote. He calls it moat. So he goes, moat, moat. So we were going, (laughs) oh, moat, oh, moat. And we were looking for it. So we might say something like, oh, it ran away or, uh, like, well, it can't just get up and walk away, something like that. That's so cute. I love that. Yeah, yeah. So this is common. I think, you know, different families and language, like subcultures have their own versions of these phrases, right? It's not all the same for everyone in the US. So maybe your family said X and my family said Y, but it's around the same general idea here. Something walking away or getting up, running away, that sort of thing. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Exactly. And that, I really like that you made that point, Lindsay. One day, one time we should talk more about that, you know, like our, yeah, how your family. own family has your own language. And yeah, you know, it, it's those are like, that's when you really get to know someone when you get yes. to know the language that they use with their family, like they Definitely. might have a special word for mm-hmm. something or um, or like yeah. remnants of accents. Right. Yes. So, for example, my friend, um, her, they grew up partly, they spent a couple of years living in Michigan and her sister, I always hear that Midwestern accent um, in her sister, but not in her because she was too young at the time when they were in Michigan, even though they haven't lived there for 30 years, 30 plus years, right? Like little accent remnants, little tweaks and interesting things that are quirks, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's, you really get to know someone and their family in that way. Like that's when you can kind of feel special when you know their yeah. lingo or the way, or their accents, how it comes out. So anyway, it's kind of cool. Yeah, can get more into that another day. Um, But yeah, then uh, the next one that you know, we'll do is this one sounds more maybe like it would be in a book. Um, yeah. So you could mm. say something like, oh, the the wind sang a beautiful song. Oh, um, yeah. That sounds more like a book, like writing, right? A novel. Right. An author's trying to pull you in. Mm-hmm. Right. I think a lot of times authors use things like sing and dance um, to describe sound and movement. So like yeah. the leaves danced across the oh, yeah. field or something yeah. like that. And so that's a little bit different. We're talking about it in real conversations, but you mm-hmm. will see it in writing. And I think that instead of saying, oh, the leaves 
blue across the field. You know, I think it kind of sounds more flowery, more pretty, especially for literature. Yeah, there's a time and a place to sound flowery, guys. You might want to save it for when you're storytelling. That would be one thing. But you do want to have that skill to be able to do it. So that's key. That's key. Yeah. Get the All Ears English iOS app if you want to see real-time transcripts right on your phone. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash bonuses to download the app and get started with your seven-day trial now. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash bonuses. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. For sure, for sure. Or uh, this one I might say, the freezing cold air hit me in the face as soon as I walked out the door. Yeah, now this is coming for you, Michelle, in New York pretty soon. <laughs> it's coming for you. It's coming. <laughs> you know, it's coming. Yeah. It's coming. I mean, we're getting into November here now when this episode goes live and we know New York is cold in the winter, but so is Colorado. So... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So, but saying that the the air hit you in the face, yeah, that's pretty common. Mm-hmm. Um, it hit me in the face. Then, yeah. Mm-hmm. The last one you could say is something like, "Oh, my hair loves being washed," or you know, yeah. something like that. Mm. You know, there are a lot of ways to use personification. You know, the idea is that you have an inanimate object and you add a verb to it, right? So. Okay. My computer is fighting with me. Yeah, the leaves danced across whatever, right? Yeah, so it's not like these are the only ones you can use, guys. You can make up your own, and that's the yeah. idea. That's what we really want you to be able to do after today's episode. Make up your own personification of items and objects. Yeah? Right, right, right. Exactly. That is part of the beauty of, you know, this device is that you can make it your own and it can be used even to make people laugh, right? Like you could use it to be funny. So if I talk about my computer, you know, I might try and make a joke. My computer's so mad at me, blah, blah, blah. Or, you know, just be to to be a little bit dramatic. Like I might, um, I don't know, Use this with my son when he's scared of something. So for mm. an for example, like he was scared of the vacuum. Um, and I might say like, oh, like he's friendly, right? Yeah, he's yeah, not yeah. Scared. He's friendly. Oh, say hi, you know, and, and I'm trying to, you know, and, it, and now he says bye to the vacuum. So it's just. <laughs> okay. It's too, it's too funny. So now, and, and then he started using it. So actually, you know, those things can kind of work with little kids as well. Yeah. A bonus one here that I want to share that I think is really common is this expression it's acting up so something is acting up like for example maybe you go in a, go to a hotel or even like your shower head is acting up it's not working properly your refrigerator is acting up so many your dishwasher right guys super common and, and useful yeah do you right, use that one right, michelle right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. Acting up for sure. For yeah. sure. That yeah. is a really good one. Mm-hmm. So you could use that one about an actual person or about, yeah. you know, <laughs> an object. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, awesome. What next, Michelle? Yeah. 
Well, guys, so you want to learn more about, you know, examples of personification because this will help you create your own. Yeah. Um, so, you know, one way you should do it is read poetry. I mean, mm. just as an experiment, even if you are not a poetry person, right? Read books, identify these kinds of devices and yeah. ask yourself why you think it was used, right? Yes. Was it used to be flowery? Was it used to be specific? Was it used to give an image? And what effect did it have on you, right? Like, yes. so how could it be, um, like, how did it kind of change your feeling? Yes. So if, if, if some, if they had said something in a different way without personification, would mm -hmm. it kind of not have had the same special feel to it? Yeah. So think about that. And I mean, also in songs. <clears throat> yeah. And that's the extension of your first tip, right? Because right. song, it comes from poetry a lot of times, songs and singing. Um, just listen in, right? It's being used all the time by your favorite singers. So try to catch on to it. Pay attention to the words. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. So yeah, like we said, it might be used differently in writing versus speaking. Yeah. So writing might be more specific, more poetic. Um, yeah. Maybe not more specific, but definitely more poetic sounding, I think. Yeah. And I would say just a caveat, don't get too flowery and poetic in your yes. speaking unless yes. you're speaking to a certain kind of person, especially in American English. We don't love flowery language, <laughs> especially right. in business culture. We like you to be direct, but you can still use personification and be fun and direct and zippy and what's the word I'm looking for, yeah, Michelle? Kind of like funny, but succinct at the same time. Clever, a little bit clever. Right. Okay. Clever, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. Yeah. So before we go, we'll give you one example of how it could be used in, in a conversation. Okay. Lindsay, right. you want to start the role play? Yeah, a little role play here, Michelle. So, oh no, my computer isn't working. It keeps yelling at me. It's making a noise? Yeah, so loud. Oh wait, it stopped. Phew. Good. Okay. Give me a sec. I just got a glass of lemonade and it's calling my name. All right. Thanks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, gosh. All right. So, so here we personified my computer because I said it was yelled at. And that's kind of unique. It's a different way of saying normally like you could say like, oh, it's angry at me today because it's not working. But in this case, it was making a loud noise. So you were right. saying it's yelling at you. So that's kind of a creative use of that, I think. Yeah. Right, right, right. Exactly. It's it's different than the examples we were talking about before. So instead of yeah. saying, oh, it's it's so loud or something like that, yeah. which could just say, it's yelling at me. Yeah, totally. Um, if you feel it's angry at you. And then, of course, I use the one about the lemonade, lemonade calling my name. Yeah, I love that. I love that. So good. So good. The lemonade is calling my name. Maybe you say that on a hot summer day, yes. right? And you see that lemonade, you know it's in the fridge. You got to get up and, from your work and get a drink of lemonade. It's a way of conveying kind of what you really want, something you're craving right. when you use this particular way of personifying, right, Michelle? Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah, it's calling my name. I want it so bad. Yeah, yeah. it's great. <laughs> Very right, common. So what's the takeaway for our listeners today? What should we leave them with? All right, guys. Well, these devices are so much fun. You know, again, we've been talking about them in other episodes. Uh, listen for them. Read the, you know, read things and find examples and try them out yourself. Um, like we said, you can make your own ways of personif uh, personifying things, right? So you can be creative with this. This is part of the beauty of English. Yes. Um, you know, think about what's natural when speaking and what's better when writing. But guys, the best way to learn is by looking for them and finding examples and then trying them out yourself. So yes. I'm also curious, let us know if this is common in your language to do personification. Is this something that's common for you that you know all about this and you do it in your language or it's not that common? 
Yes. And Michelle, I want to remind our listeners before we finish that we are having a web class with all four of us on the web class. Oh my gosh. Are you excited for this web class? I am. I'm excited because we always, <laughs> whenever we get the opportunity to chat, all of us, we have so much fun. Yes. Um, so I'm, I'm excited and I think it'll be very different. And I, I just, yeah, I, it's going to be fun. It's going to be really different. And the key, guys, what we're going to show you how to do is how to understand in fast group conversations. So there's going to be four of us. We're going to give you three strategies to make sure you can participate, not just in one-to-one conversations, because that's what we always do on English, but the fact is there are many times when you need to hear and understand three, four, five, six people at the same time. Okay. So we're going to give you those strategies. Um, and Michelle, do you remember the link where to go? If not, I can throw it out there to sign up. No, nope, that's okay. Out there. All right. I'll throw it out there. Guys, go to allearsenglish.com slash coffee. And the reason we use coffee is because we want you to be able to speak and participate in a crowded coffee house with your friends. Imagine that. Okay. Come to the web class. It's coming up in December. So excited, Michelle. It's going to be great. Awesome. Can't wait. It is going to be fun. Yes. That All right. Be definitely different and super fun. <laughs> See you there. All right, Michelle. Thanks uh, for hanging out today. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. If you are taking IELTS this year, get your estimated band score with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com slash my score. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then hit subscribe now to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time.